Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and you're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. This is the place where leaders come and we grow together. We believe that this is a space where we can certainly uh, be strengthened and Iron surely does sharpen iron. To that point, I want to thank all of you for sharing this podcast with folks that you've been sharing it with. It means so much to know that you've been sharing it, and I appreciate you. Make no mistake about it. I really do appreciate you doing that. Share it. I encourage you to share it with as many people as you can. It's our goal to reach a million people or more to help them become next-level leaders. So thank you in advance for doing that, and I hope that you will continue to help us move this needle forward. I want you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram, that's Joseph Walker, the number three, for more content and things that I believe will be a blessing to your life. Go to josephwalker3.org and order our books. We appreciate you. Just really do appreciate you, man. God is amazing. And I'm watching so many of you just soar, watching your dreams come to fruition. And it truly is a blessing to see it happen. So thank you for supporting this. Thank you for taking the principles that we're laying out. And I hope that they are truly, truly encouraging you and helping you to become the next level leader that you are ordained to become. Today, I want to talk about how to stay encouraged. Let me just lay this out first of all. I want to be very transparent. There are moments in my life, I know in yours, where you find yourself going through immense discouragement. You have these incredible highs that are followed by these immense lows. I used to wonder, why would that happen? I have great successes and then all of a sudden, I find myself in this valley experience because I'm often struggling with discouragement. Maybe it's the lack of support. Maybe it's what it took from me to be able to accomplish what I accomplished and I don't feel the support to pour back into me. Whatever the case is, all of us have seasons where we find ourselves discouraged. Every leader in modern history, world history, even in biblical times, had those moments when they were discouraged. Even Jesus Christ himself, the Garden of Gethsemane. <laughs> Father, let this cup pass from me. Elijah says, Lord, just kill me. Everybody has those experiences. Do you? Every leader goes through that. And it's so important that we have to work through a Jeremiah. Classic case study on discouragement. One moment wanting to resign, another moment saying, you know, my soul is in derision daily. I'm constantly tormented by this. Leadership is tough stuff. And a part of that is knowing how to manage it and how to stay encouraged while you continue to do what you are assigned to do. Because make no mistake about it, the assignment isn't going anywhere. Let me say it again. The assignment that you are tasked to do isn't going anywhere. So what you have to do now is make up your mind that either you're going to be encouraged or you're going to allow yourself to go into the abyss of discouragement and never bounce back. If you are a next level leader and you're hearing me today, I know for a fact you are going to be that person that's going to walk this out 
and encouragement. Let me give you some principles that I think that can be a blessing to your life. Here they are. Number one, don't vent on social media, period. (sighs) You know, I have to really help a lot of my millennial friends with this because that's the generation that grew up on social media. And so that's typically their outlet. I just think it's important that you understand social media is not the place to vent your frustrations. As a leader, you have to learn how to be guarded, how to be measured with your words. And often if you allow yourself to bleed on social media and post these long posts, sometimes in the third person, we know you're talking about yourself. But you have to get to a place where you realize that social media is not the place to vent as a leader. You have got to get to a place where you learn how to create different networks whereby you can share in very private places with people who can be trusted with your vulnerabilities, your frustrations, et cetera, versus putting it out there for the world to consume and to criticize and even to undermine your leadership. Your competitors will undermine your ability to lead based upon what you post on social media. So you have to be cognizant that what you post on social media is consistent with your leadership ability. So your disappointments, yes. Your frustrations, yes. All those things exist. But social media is not the place post it. Create networks, pockets, trusted partners and people that you can have those conversations with. Sit down over lunch, go to a bookstore, Starbucks, whatever, coffee shop, and just have those deep confidential conversations about people who get it. Because see, other leaders understand it. Lay people don't get it. So you cannot express that level of vulnerability to the public all the time because everybody doesn't have the capacity to handle your level of frustration. Let that sink in. Some of you right now is getting better to hit sin and then you had to go and delete it because you know. If you go to your social media page today, your platforms, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, ask yourself, how much stuff have I posted? Because I was operating in my emotions. I was responding to how I felt in frustration. And boy, if I could get that back. I take it back today. Here's the second thing. Maintain spiritual grounding. The way to encourage yourself is to always maintain spiritual grounding. can never say this enough. That means that your foundation must be God. It must be your relationship with Him. No matter how extraordinarily successful you might be in business and your career, don't lose sight of the fact that your spiritual grounding matters. It's being in the Word, being in church, Growing in discipleship, it matters, man. It matters now more than ever, right? Think about it. This is what Jeremiah says, right? In Lamentations, chapter three, he says, now, I was going through all this stuff. I was in derision daily. You know, it was tough on me, but this I recall to my mind, and therefore have I hope. It is because the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Now, what does he recall to his mind? He recalls to his mind his foundation, the revelation in his foundation. If there is no revelation, there's probably no foundation. And where there's no foundation, that's why you're in this space where you're looking to vent in spaces you should not. When you have a spiritual grounding, you can call God's word back to yourself because the word of God is what encourages you. Jeremiah says, now, on one occasion, I was in chapter 20, I was going to give up. I was done, but his word was like fire shut up in my bones. The revelation of God's word, my spiritual foundation, made no mistake about it. 
you've got to make certain you are locked into his word. I want to invite you to be a part of our virtual services or our physical services. If you're in Nashville area ever, you've listened to this podcast, come on by the Mount Zion Church. I got a word for you. I'm doing it. I'm giving the word to people because my word is not just how to get to heaven. It's about how to live out life in earth, how to wrestle with these issues. So we have three locations. Look at our service times. Go to our website, mtzionnashville.org. Those of you that are listening and you're around the world, you know, simple. Just go download the Mount Zion free app, Mount Zion Nashville. It's a free app. Listen to our services anytime, archived or in real time. Go to Mount Zion Nashville YouTube or go to MT Zion Nashville on Facebook. You got to have a word, man. Don't you get so busy, so so moving around so much in these careers that you don't have time to make for God's word. That's the foundation. You have to have something poured into your life that you can recall back in those moments. Spiritual grounding matters. Spiritual grounding matters. There are people who are billionaires today. I know a few of them personally. And the same story is this. It's my spiritual foundation that allows me to deal with all the different challenges and things that I come in contact with. So you've got to make sure you maintain that spiritual grounding because it matters. It matters. You're too busy for that. You're too busy. Number three, establishing healthy habits. Now, one of the things you have to be mindful of is that having the proper habits can truly encourage you because when you default to negative habits, it's because you, you're not in a spiritual grounded place. So then you, when you're frustrated, you're irritated, you go to those addictions, you go to those bad places. But now to encourage yourself is to figure out how do I develop healthy habits? For me, I find myself working out is one of those things that allows me to release stress. It's, it's my happy place. And I'm also, you know, getting healthier as I work out. Healthy habits. You know, I love to go and read, go to the bookstore, sit out and just read, you know. Healthy habits. Identify some habits that can really help pour back into you when you find yourself discouraged. Because what will encourage you, you know, is being able to find a good book and to just you know, when was the last time you read a novel? When was the last time you just vegged out on shows you enjoyed watching on TV, but you've been so busy, you missed, you know, episode one, and now they're on episode, you know, nine, and you haven't even caught up. Maybe locking a day down and just doing something that pours back into yourself that's healthy, that's not going to harm you. This is how you encourage yourself. I feel so much better when I pour back into myself. That's how it should be. So when you do that, amazing things begin to happen. So make sure that you are establishing not just habits, but healthy habits. Now, number four, I think goes without saying, I think you will appreciate it. Number four is simply surrounding yourself with positive people. Here is going to be perhaps one of the most important and significant things you could ever do is understand crowd control. Who in your life right now is positive, giving you positive affirmation, even in the moments in which you are discouraged, you need people to not acquiesce your discouragement and say, well, you know, if I were you, I'd feel the same way. You need people that can talk you off the edge, people that can pour in your life and maintain a positive environment even when you find yourself, you know, down. There are people I can pick up the phone every time I call them. They're always positive. They always have something good to say. Even when I'm trying to lament, I'm talking about they always find the good in every bad situation. You know, I'm complaining and they're like, but have you thought about this? But have you considered that? You know, one person told me, yeah, or have you considered that you're even alive to be able to talk about what you're talking about? I'm like, man, that's a blessing. Like you have things to count, you know, really, really thank God for. And sometimes we spend more time adding up our problems. We don't count our blessings. So who in your life right now 
is negative and toxic and you got to get those folks away from you. And you got to create an intentional environment to encourage you because the people in your life, in your circle, they matter. It matters now. Trust me when I tell you that. Surround yourself with positive people. Here's number five. Learn how to encourage yourself. As a leader, man, there comes a moment you've got to get to a point that even if everybody in your circle can't pick up the phone, even when you can't get what you need when you need it, you've got to learn how to steal away and be the kind of leader that you can find encouragement from the inside out. One occasion, David in the Bible had come back home to Ziglag and his house and the houses of his soldiers, city was burned, wives and children were taken captive. And the people who were with David spoke of stoning him. It was a very interesting time in scripture. Can you imagine that? You're a leader, you go away, you come back, your town has been attacked, children have been kidnapped along with the wives, city has been burned. The men who are with you are grieving so that they had no more power to weep. And they look at you because that's what happens when you're a leader. Then, you know, you're the one who takes the brunt, right, of the criticism, you know, of the blame. And they spoke of stoning David. And the Bible says of David that he encouraged himself in his God. There's a relationship you have to have that's so solid with God that you got to get to a place that sometimes as a leader, you got to go in your office, lock the door, and just encourage yourself. Sometimes you got to get in your car and just take a drive and say, I'll be back and just know how to encourage yourself. You have got to do that even when it's not coming from places that you expect. Some of the decisions you have to make, some of the tough calls will find you in a place of isolation. It will find you in a place where nobody wants to be around you. And that's the moment you've got to learn how to draw strength and encouragement from the inside out. Encourage yourself. All right, here's number six. Focus on the fruit and not the frustration. How much more can I say this? When you find yourself discouraged, think about this for a moment. As the frustration, legitimate reasons to be frustrated. I understand it. I overstand it. You can chronicle everything that gives rise to your frustration, but this isn't happening. Check, and that isn't happening. And check, and this, that, that. But think about the fruit. Think about what you are producing as a result of your leadership, the lives that are being blessed. Think about the product and how it's reaching the market and how the numbers are growing and how you know, you're providing jobs to folk. The fruit. So you start thinking the calls right, is greater than the crisis. The assignment is greater than the adversity. The fruit is greater than the frustration. That's why you've got to begin celebrating that and saying, you know what? I'm doing something right. You know, my life matters. My leadership matters because, yes, I got a lot of reason to be frustrated, but I look at this and this is what gives me hope and joy. And when I look at how people are being blessed by what I do, it then minimizes my level of frustration because I realize it was really worth it. That's really what I'm telling you. When you start thinking about how people's lives are being transformed by what you do, it softens the blow and minimizes your level of frustration. Whew. Let's review what we have talked about to this point before I go to my seventh and final principle today. If you're going to stay encouraged, do not vent on social media. So let's just get that out the gate. We're not going to put all of our business out in social media. We're, you know, we're going to use social media responsibly. 
Use social media responsibly and don't vent. Don't put all your business out there. Number two, maintaining a spiritual grounding. Come into a place in your life where your spiritual grounding, your relationship with God becomes chief. Your Matthew 6, 33 moment, but seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto me. So if my greater spiritual foundation is right, then when I get frustrated, I don't have to default into unhealthy habits because I have intuitively learned how to, number three, establish healthy habits. I'm not going to drink myself, go smoke myself crazy. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do healthy habits because my relationship with Jesus Christ, my relationship with God is so solid that I can just go and play a game of basketball, play a set of tennis. I can go and do something, go to the bookstore. I can do something that's positive, a habit that's positive. And then because I've surrounded myself with positive people. I got people in my life that pour into me, that care, that, that are genuinely concerned about me winning. And so they won't tolerate my excuses. They continue to push the needle forward in terms of positivity. Then I'm learning how to encourage myself. I'm learning that ultimately it comes from the inside out, not the outside, but it comes from the inside out. When I begin to encourage myself, that's where I find strength. That's where I know my assignment is great. That's why the fruit matters, because I focus on the fruit and not my frustration. I can't give airtime. I can't keep allowing my frustrations to live because I keep feeding them and feeding them. I've got to get to a point where I say, you know what? I'm not going to discuss my frustrations, but I'm going to celebrate the fruit. I'm going to, I'm going to be thankful for how people's lives are being blessed by what I do every single day. That's it, man. God always sends somebody that will tell you, man, what you do inspires me. It blesses my life. And you'd be amazed at how that works. But number seven. I want you to know the power of prayer. I left this here because entrepreneurs and, you know, those of you in the academics sector, those of you that are in other sectors, you know, do not get to a place where you become too busy to pray. If you're too busy to pray, you're too busy. You're too busy not to pray. Prayer is ultimately what keeps you motivated. It is just a conversation between you and God, what God is speaking to you and pouring back into you. When you can get a chance to vent, you can cast your cares upon him. When you understand the power of prayer, that's where your encouragement comes from because you've talked to God about it. Because regularly as a leader, you understand the importance of a positive prayer life. Jesus was the most extraordinary leader ever walking the earth, and he prayed daily. He had a habit, a method of praying. You can't be all over the place sporadically praying. You've got to be very intentional about making certain that a part of you encouraging yourself is the power of prayer. I want to thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode because I want you to stay encouraged. You got too much to do. Timothy folk counting on you. You got great things in your future. And so I just want you to be encouraged. I hope this has challenged you, blessed you, and I hope that you will listen to it over and over again. I want to thank you so much for being a part of Next Level Leader Podcast. And I want to thank you. Make sure you let me know. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3. Let me know if this one spoke to you. Send me a message and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Wherever you are, let me know if this episode blessed you. Thank y'all so much for being so amazing. And I appreciate you. I want to pray God's blessings be upon you. Until we meet again, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. 
I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward 